basically covering a lot of uh, classics now. Um, that's the fun thing about streaming. It makes a lot of classics new, makes everything accessible. And it's AAPI month, everyone. Woo! Yay. Which means that um, it's the annual um, Amazon Prime shoving Harold and Kumar in my face <laughs> day for month for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think last year or so, I, I had a little rant about like, uh, why is it every time it's AAPI month or the past few years they celebrated it? Um, Harold and Kumar was like the very first thing. And it's kind of like, that was just Amazon Prime's like bright idea on like, you know, how to deal with what was going on at the time. It's like, let's give them the first movie with Asians we can think of. So it's just like Harold and Kumar. They they yeah. just so I guess at this point, because um we're pretty sure this gets streamed a lot because it's a pretty like yeah. laid back movie and movies like Friday and Cheech and Chong, like they they're always getting streamed. So we're going to take you back to an underrated classic, um, Harold and Kumar. Uh, specifically, Harold and Kumar goes to go to White Castle. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was your that was your first time watching it, right? <laughs> yeah, that was my first time watching it. Uh, it's actually on Netflix. Uh, uh, so happily, I didn't have to pay extra to watch Harold and Kumar. So, yeah. <laughs> so I got to see it on Netflix. And I was like, uh, it, it it's one of those classic comedies that I had never seen because it wasn't very big in Europe. Like it, it yeah. really wasn't. And um, yeah. um, I had always heard about it. It's like, oh, Harold and Kumar. It's like a franchise or something. You know, so many Harold and Kumar movies. And I knew yeah. that Cal Penn was a part of it and John Cho as well. Yeah, you know, and then you know, it's crazy to see John Cho being so young compared to you know when he's, um, yeah, you know he's been in uh, what was the name, yeah. Cowboy Bebop. I feel Spike like Spiegel. It was, hey, I, it's Spike. I feel like Harold and Kumar <laughs> era John Cho would have fit with Cowboy Bebop more than now John Probably. Cho. Like now John Cho should have been like I don't know the mob boss or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. It, it's it's funny that you see these two guys who play stoners uh one worked in in the obama administration after that and the other guy ended up playing cowboy bebop and being in star trek and uh yeah. you know <laughs> yeah they actually make a joke about that in um the third one because i forgot what it was called but it was oh it was called a, a very harold and kumar christmas and it came out at the time where they had like that 3d craze because of like avatar and all of that yeah. So it was just like a full-on stoner comedy with like unnecessary 3D. Yeah. Like, look over there. <laughs> or like when they smoke the whole the smoke like fills up the whole theater. <laughs> like, okay. So I mean, I, okay, I, I'm 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 expecting that a lot of people have seen this movie already. So I, I think we should go into spoiler territory from the get-go well if you haven't seen uh, this movie already then um or not <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe, you're just maybe we could just talk about the premise heart. first you yeah. know i mean okay because you know how you mentioned it wasn't big in europe they didn't yeah. have like a, it had a different name in europe right um yeah so it's uh, it's like harold and kumar get the munchies yeah see i wouldn't watch that movie if it was called that because like, like white castle doesn't exist in europe yeah like, there, there are no white castles over there yeah and the whole joke of the title was Harold and Kumar are so hungry. They're going to go to this like B-list fast food restaurant mm -hmm. just for the fuck of it. So it's like, 
yeah if you don't have like a specific name of a place it's like if kentucky fried movie was just called parody movie or something it would be like you know it would like just take away from the joke isn't there a parody isn't there something called a parody movie <laughs> i don't know there you was know, a like scary movie, movie series, was like parody like, movie or, or a superhero movie oh yeah there was like superhero movie epic disaster movie. movie yeah all of that uh, <laughs> disaster movie yeah there should be parody movie but then all of those are parody movies i guess so you parody the parodies <laughs> Whoa. parody movie yeah you parody the parodies and you put all the uh you know anna faris and and all the people who are in those uh movie movies yeah <laughs> that would be but yeah be a lot <laughs> yeah quite quite a few but but it was a refund it was a refund movie and i think uh there's one point in the movie was where i thought okay this is really going into like crazy territory and it's the part with the cheetah Uh, oh yeah (laughs) uh, (laughs) because before that point i was like i I can buy it like yeah i mean probably this could happen right i mean you know in a crazy way yeah probably and and, but then like the whole cheetah part where they ride a cheetah i was like yeah no that's not gonna happen yeah. Even if the cheetah's high as 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 hell, right? But uh. dude, the funniest thing about that movie to me is that like, um, no one, like, I had no idea when I, like, after I saw that that Neil Patrick Harris wasn't a huge star yet. Like, mm. I already knew him from like How I Met Your Mother and stuff. But the whole joke about like when it came out was he was supposed to be like, a, like a C D list actor going yeah. crazy kind of thing and it was yeah. like the only big thing he did before that was like doogie hauser and i think somebody must have seen him in like undercover brother or something because like in that movie he plays like the token hire like the affirm- mm-hmm. <laughs> affirmative action hire because he needed to hire a white guy and then he's he's the guy that like he's 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 weak in the beginning but at the end he goes i'm not a sissy and pulls out a guy's spleen so <laughs> okay yeah, so um, i'm pretty sure somebody saw that before they said hey this movie fits this guy <laughs> so so like didn't this didn't him like playing himself or like a fake version of himself get him the barney stinson role i guess i, I think so because like he he's, he kind of did that daniel radcliffe thing where it's like after being known for something or like reasonably or well-known for something, mm-hmm. he just kind of went to the weirdest things possible to kind of like restart his career. Yeah. And like, I think Barty Stenson was like his first really big, like, like it wasn't really big at, at the moment. Cause it was just a pilot, right? How I met your mother. Yeah. But I think that was the first time he was allowed to play somebody normal for a little bit. Just some like nonchalant yeah. person that can't, you know, pull out somebody's spleen or, ride a cheetah or whatever <laughs> so. i mean no he he doesn't ride the cheetah he he steals their car and then has like three hookers doesn't he ride something though he rides he, he rides uh, in a sexual sense i guess but uh, <laughs> you know. i thought i thought he rolled like the cheetah or he rode a unicorn at some point maybe that was the know. second one well, maybe that's know. another movie maybe that that's in one of the other movies but uh he just steals uh, Harold's car and gets a bunch of hookers and then sniffs coke off of one of their butts or something. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Pussy, yeah. And like, and then he, yeah. I mean, at the end, he's a pretty cool guy. You know, he gives them yeah. some money. He's like, yeah, I left some uh, 
love stains. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and you you gotta see um the second and third one because like after this movie came out, like that's when he like came out the closet and came out as gay, and mm-hmm. like he, that plays into the second and third one. Like he's the exact same like coked up like that's mm-hmm. fuck like quagmire kind of guy. But like mm-hmm. he he he's basically saying like everything he's doing for the media is like a show and behind the scenes he's like coked up and like hits people like Rick Rick James or I don't know it's just it's all it's all over the place. Hopefully it's not true. Hopefully the fucking you know like it would ruin the movies for me if something true came out about like any of that. But that was yeah. just like it, it ruins the artifice and the fantasy of the whole thing if you know that some of it is true. Yeah, uh- <laughs> but the whole joke is that you know we all believe his front facing persona of like, you know, family friend, Neil Patrick Harris, but behind the scenes, he's like, yeah. But, um, yeah. So the funny thing about this movie was it was like, like, of course in the future, Cal Penn, like in this movie plays the really stoner guy, John Cho is let the like, okay, I'll just take a hit like during my breaks at work. Cause I work all the time kind of guy. But then Cal Penn is like the, you know, I'm going to waste my life smoking guy. So, yeah. but then in real life, Cal Penn ended up being the one, you know, working for Obama. And I think outside of this role, he, he always played serious stuff like doctors and stuff, unless you can't count Van Wilder and um, <laughs> Malibu's most wanted. That's uh, he handed it up like, Oh God, he handed it up in those movies. That's why it was such a shock to me that he, and, and he is in real life kind of the more serious, like, person and he like hosts national geographic and stuff now so it's like Mm -hmm. yeah i was like the first time i saw cal penn was in house yeah like uh that was the first time i ever saw him i was like oh he's cool and then i was like oh harold and kumar you know it's uh i'm kind of sad to say but i I was like harold when i was 16 except i never did anyone's homework but like i I was that kind of guy you know I think like, Harold I have to do this. I have to finish the work, you know. I mean, now that I'm older, I think <laughs> Harold represents like most people, or he like represents the audience almost. Yeah. And then like everybody, all the other crazy characters in the movie are like the what the hell, <laughs> you know? But yeah. he kind of does he he's kind of like a like an avatar for just the regular guy kind of like just watching the movie. Yeah. Cause you because he's the one that you know wants to get the girl and you know, needs to find confidence and all of that. And the funny thing too, like this whole movie is just like, you see these really famous actors or soon to be famous actors. Mm-hmm. Like Anthony Anderson was the, was the fast food guy. Was, was yeah, the guy no, they that, talked to that was yet. epic, man. That was, <laughs> it's like, it just makes me want to burn this whole place down. Let's burn it all down. And then, yeah. you know, because like, he, he... <laughs> now he's on Law and Order. I'm like, what? No, he's on Law... <laughs> like, what the fuck is going I mean, on? yeah, I mean... <laughs> because it's like he's uh what's what's the name of the place like burger shack or something i don't know it was like replace white castle and it was like where's the white castle white castle that nice oh the sliders oh my god (laughs) just makes me want to burn this whole place down and then it's like you gotta burn the whole thing down i was like well don't take the special sauce you know it's special yes oh yeah and the guy that was in the jail cell with uh, John Cho, he uh, he was also an undercover brother, and he was uh, also the voice of uh, Uncle Ruckus on um, the Boondocks, and mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds cameos. And at that time, he was mostly well known for Van Wilder, so he was just a like a 
random, slightly more famous than everybody else, you know, like comedy guy. Mm. But yeah, it was just funny seeing Ryan Reynolds in it because he was, I feel like his movie was the one that gave Cal Penn like his big break. Like, have you seen Van Walder at least? Um, a long time ago. I can't really remember any, I, it rings a bell, but I can't remember anything about it. Yeah, it's, it's why no matter how accomplished Cal Penn is, I will always know him as the spank the porpoise guy. Like, <laughs> basically when he's interviewing to be like Van Waller's assistant. <laughs> and he, he was like, like I, I came, I'm not going to do the accent, whatever, I'm too lazy. Yeah. But he was, he, he was basically like, I want to, he was basically, I want to be in yeah. a good, I want to hear because I, I, I want to go to a good school and be a good doctor. And then I don't know what happened, but along the way, he's like, I want these bitches. I want to spank the porpoise. I want to. <laughs> and then, good, for, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he's also the star of the underrated Van Wilder, The Rise of Taj. I'm just going to call this like a cowpin praise episode at this point. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about Ryan Reynolds, actually, in, in uh, Harold and Kumar, who he, he lusts over cowpin. Yes, <laughs> and because uh, he saves a guy, a guy's life. I wonder what happened though. to the. I wonder what happened to the two girls that like he soak my battle shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was. <sighs> I mean, I think the question for every guy who listens to this: Would you? Would you still go out with them after going through all that? Well, I mean, like girls. It happens shit, to everybody, right? I mean, it happens <laughs> to everybody. Like, of course, like if you live with a girl, you know that like that happens in real life. They just don't play battle shit with it but it's like, yeah. i mean they they had they had british they had english accents right i mean probably the, the yeah. fakest english accents ever but you well know, at, was, at the time wasn't the joke supposed to be like british is posh and look at these posh girls and stuff but yeah, now yes. like people are fully aware of you know shows like the in-betweeners and yeah you know all of Sacha Baron Cohen's mess. So it's like, I, I'm sorry, but England's kind of lost the reputation of being like the smart, having the smart voice and the smart people already. It's like, well, you know, we, we know, we know it in and out at this point. Well, <laughs> you know, um, the only people who have that, I mean, in my experience in real yeah. life, I feel like the only people who have that um, stereotype about British people are Americans. Yeah. I, I don't think any European person is going to say, oh, the British, they're so smart. You know, yeah. or they're so posh. You know, it, it, except for maybe when you're talking about the queen or the royal family or something. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think any Europeans have that the same sort of. Oh, they they. But I guess it's because like, for Americans, it's like oh, they speak fa a fancier version of English. You know? Yeah. Well, like in a weird way, like nobody wants to like be preachy about this movie, but it really was like the movie that like started a trend of like breaking down stereotypes from then on out and mm -hmm. I, I mean now people are bringing back stereotypes because it's like it went so far that way that it's like super pc and preachy now but like mm -hmm. at the time that was like to me the example of how to like the whole series is basically about like how to have non-preachy diversity in a movie series because you have like the posh british girls taking a shit and then you have like Neil Patrick Harris, the whole thing. And then like you have um basically like Harold and Kumar and stuff. And like I guess I guess the whole joke, like like after there's like now there's think pieces about it about like, oh, it's upending the idea of the model minority. <laughs> but it's like, you know, 
no nobody you did your really... best uh uh mickey mouse impression there it's like oh <laughs> mickey woke mickey mouse <laughs> but, but it's not like Breaking mickey, mickey is like <laughs> mickey from south park you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> the ring stay on <laughs> <laughs> you don't okay talk to me like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. i mean I, I think something that i picked up on when watching the movie is like every white person is an asshole in the movie yeah that was the only thing that 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 was the only thing that kind of like overdid but it was at the same time like it was kind of funny joke right i mean it's part of the whole joke it was the early 2000s like every white guy on tv was this guy man i mean they're either cops or they have like canoes uh and it's like every white American Caucasian has a canoe or is a cop. Uh, yeah, no, those. like those were the two tropes for white people. The whole movie was yeah, or like yeah, bro. You know what I like about that trope about that whole yeah is like the people that were like that are in like high school or college now that were like kids when mm-hmm. every movie they saw had that trope. They're starting to be the ones like making fun of it. Like there's this, there's actually a few of these on um on tiktok and on youtube of like like these series of like disney channel bullies be like dot 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 and it's like it is like that one of these guys is like the entire time like he's just talking to a guy and he's like hey man brandon chan are gonna come here but you're not invited <laughs> and it's <laughs> and he does it so freaking well and he like catch it and like they're catching on to like nuances i didn't even catch from like the fucking what is it quote unquote disney channel bullies Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, that was that that was just the trope of the time. And there was some truth to it, because when I went to Oregon yeah. and like ate it for the first time, there was a guy above me in the whatever it's called, the tram, just yelling down, going, yeah, yeah, man, shred it, rip it. <laughs> and while my face is like flat in the snow. <laughs> shame, shame on him. <laughs> Shame on that guy. <laughs> Shame on that guy. <laughs> who, whoever. Like every Swiss person on that tram was like, who the fuck? What? <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Every Swiss person was probably like the normal ones that are just like, we're just skiing. And all the like, I yeah. don't know. Well, I, know. It's, it's, I feel like yeah. Europeans are so, I mean, me, you know, being European, I feel I'm so uh, unfazed by so many things that americans are so like pumped about you know and so i was like oh my god it's so amazing and i'm like what like well like that's just, the whole you know that's the whole gist of being american and like that if you want to like bring it into like you know politics or whatever you know that's why everyone started getting riled up about everything it's like at the core of american culture people want to be pumped about something people want to like meditate and be calm for a second but people for the most part want a thing to like yeah. be pumped about like remember when popeyes had their chicken sandwiches and everybody was like chicken sandwich oh is, big, ah! is it spicy yeah like and, the rick uh, and morty know. sauce came out yes, it's sauce. <laughs> you know and, <laughs> and have, I'll, I'll bring a french sensibility to this is like the sauce is the material uh, <laughs> against against the endless void of <laughs> Yeah, I want to meet that guy <laughs> of mortality. Yeah, I want to know uh, but, this picture. Uh, <laughs> I want to know. I know. I want to know where you are. You, you, the pessimists. <laughs> uh, but but it's like I don't know. Like I saw uh, the guy who plays the Northman, uh, Sarsgard or Skarsgard. Yeah. 
uh and he's like the calmest guy i mean he's swedish right and yeah. uh, swedish people are so freaking calm about everything it's almost yeah. psychopathic in a way but it's still kind of you know ah oh, i'm an actor yeah it's cool. yeah wait what um what nationality <laughs> is uh mads mickelson again he's danish he's danish okay yeah because like same region know. you know but yeah, I all, I all of a sudden, for some reason, thought of Mads Mikkelsen and how, like, a bunch of people are speaking out against method acting, like, mm-hmm. including him. And I realized in America, he only gets hired for, like, his face. I think we went over that before. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, like, once you watch another round, like, I can't take him seriously in anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like 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 now i know that he's not method acting when i watch him as like hannibal no, or not. something he's literally just being chill over there like yeah. oh i'm hannibal now next just... one, oh i'm grindelwald whatever and then next thing yeah. is like i don't know I just i just see dancing in my head now when i yeah when I see him. he's a really good dancer i mean like he never dances in anything and then he's he's like i, I mean i don't know what good dancing means but you know he's like he's a graceful dancer i guess he's a good know. dancer like when yeah. i saw another round i was like that i think that's when i first realized like oh we just put him in weird roles because his face looks angry that's yeah. mean because <laughs> like, he looks like, like a villain right i mean yeah but like when he's dancing i'm like oh that's who this guy is well, he looks like a very smart <laughs> bad guy you know yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> what was i gonna say oh yeah so i guess like just to like um I guess and um Harold and Kumar. It's um Extreme yeah. Canoe. <laughs> Extreme Canoe. <laughs> oh, that part was funny. Okay, okay. My my brain's gonna go over here for a second. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, we're talking about like the American like culture of being pumped. And I just saw the first episode of like Super Pumped, which is trying really mm-hmm. hard to be a uh 2010s Adam McKay slash wolf of wall street kind of show slash social network Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah that's american culture in general is just wanting to be pumped anyway harrod and kumar i it is a movie i didn't fully appreciate uh when it first came out and when i attempted to be a film critic there was a time when i attempted to get like free movie tickets and i was writing for the school paper and I was trying to, you know, snob up my taste. And now I realize Harold and Kumar is one of the few movies I can like quote from beginning to end. Like I didn't watch it this weekend at all. Mm-hmm. And I know every single thing you're talking about, basically. <laughs> Extreme canoe. Extreme about, canoe. And then, like they just launch a canoe and then he paddles through the chips. Pile, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he is like, you know, defying gravity. <laughs> thanks to cool ranch uh but uh wait didn't he yelled that right like cool ranch cool ranch i mean like okay so one one of the guys in that troop like he he uh qualifies everything with the word extreme like that's the only thing he knows how to say that was not extreme bro you know after they steal the after harold and kumar steal their car yeah that was so not extreme and uh you know and then like when he does something like yeah what are you gonna do about it uh, and then it was like, that's extreme, bro. And then like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by a dictionary, but, <laughs> but but the thing is like it's it's so funny to have all these caricatures of people in a yeah. movie, which I, I feel like movies nowadays are kind of missing a little yeah. bit. 
Yeah. And then they, and like the whole second one, once you watch the second one, you'll realize that they're basically taking everything that the first one was good for. And they kind of like just dial it up many notches. And like, it it gets a little on the nose when it comes to the whole like upending stereotypes kind of thing. It's that starts to get a little like, uh, okay, but like, like we get it, but it's like, yeah, it's, um, it's still it's still funny. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm actually happy I I saw this now instead of like when I was 15 or something cuz I yeah. feel like it would have just been like one of those I think at 15 I would have been like, oh yeah, this is like another American Pie or something. And I yeah. feel like it's so much more than American Pie. Yeah. And uh, um but it's like I mean, I don't want to shit all over American Pie because I like those movies. But yeah. it, it was sort of like, I don't know, when I was 15, it was like a mix of American Pie and all the spinoffs that they did, like with Stifler's brother and, you know, oh, yeah. whatever, Bandcamp oh. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, and like uh, Tony Jiao movies, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ong Bak and uh, The Raid and stuff. Sound like, like that. a regular you know? uh, American teenager right Regular here. ass. That's uh, how I know, I know yeah. you didn't uh, 100% grow up here, but your tastes are yes, right on the nose yes. for a teenager growing up at that time. There's, American Pie, know, Halo, and Tony Jaw. Yeah. There's so many things that unite us. All Stream over the world. Canoe. Yeah. <laughs> Tony yeah. Jaw, extreme canoe. Tony Jaw in a canoe. Yeah, that would be awesome. Muay Thai, man. That's the shit. Uh, Muay Thai canoe. Muay Thai canoe. MTC Use bitches. the paddle as a weapon. Uh, Ties. Paddle uh, is my sentence. At the end of, you know, because that, that was the whole thing about Ongbak, I think, it was saving his elephant or something. Or maybe that's another movie, but. Oh, no, uh, one heard, of the movies, yeah. like his 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 uh, pet, his like his friend elephant that he grew up with gets kidnapped by some elephant, you know, like poachers or something. Yeah. And uh, his whole thing is like he's gonna. I I'm, I can't remember. He tries to get the elephant back or just like vows vengeance, and then he uses his tusks to kill people. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in like 15 years, so I have to take a look at that yeah. again. But yeah, that that was pretty cool. Otherwise. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the time of the Wii for you youngsters out there. <laughs> yes. No, that was before <laughs> Wii. Wii. Like, wait. Yeah, was I mean, that was Wii? like... All of that was I mean, like the first GameCube. Wii, not the Wii U. But like no, 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 the, that the sounds like GameCube era kind of stuff. Like Tony <laughs> Jaw yeah. and American yeah. Pie and all of that. Yeah, I think, you know, it was like the 2000s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, um, <clears throat> that was... Um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I, I feel like I'm sure someone has written a 10-page review on Medium about this movie, but yeah, you know, I think it's just a fun time. It, it feels like the kind of movie that in the next few years will be regarded as like some kind of. It's like how like Adam Z- Adam Sandler was shit on like not too long ago, and now he's like being mm-hmm. like heralded for like what he did with movies and the fact that he has like such a huge volume of like comfort movies to go back to, especially in these times, yada, yada. Yeah. But, and it's like, with like, even Jerry Lewis, he wasn't, he wasn't considered like an art tour all the time. Yeah. He was like, so like this kind of, this movie I feel like is at some point going to be regarded as like, you know, a masterclass in absurdism in the early 2000s or something like that, you know? 
Well, it's like you're talking about Adam Sandler. Guess what the number one trending movie is on Netflix at the moment? Happy or Gilmore. I think it's in the top 10. Uh, Happy, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Yep. Because, <laughs> um, and I think Hulu, Billy Madison, I don't know how far up, but that's one of those two. Billy Madison. Uh, I think my favorite was Waterboy for some reason. Oh, Waterboy. Do you want to do an episode about Waterboy? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah, my favorite Adam Sandler movie. That is another except movie. For, can... Except for Anger Management. I think Anger Management. In terms of taste, Anger Management precedes Waterboy. But in terms of just like stupid fun, it's Waterboy. Yeah. Adam Sandler <laughs> does really good. I noticed when he's like, really serious like uncut gems or just really stupid yeah. like billy madison like all the middle ground stuff is a little like you know yeah thing is i, I liked uh, anger management because uh, jack nicholson is in it and they start singing west side story for some reason uh, <laughs> yeah saying i feel pretty <laughs> i just liked it because the whole theme of the movie was like be angry and it was like yeah. oh what the fuck <laughs> And it's like, you know, that, that, Ru that Rudy Giuliani cameo at the time, now that I've, I've seen it, like in the past couple of years, like that cameo feels totally different now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? You, you know what cameo feels really different to me now? Um, Peter Dinklage and Elf. Yeah. Because he wasn't known as Peter Dinklage at the time. He was yeah. literally hired because ha ha funny yeah. dwarf. But now it's like, it specifically feels like a Peter Dinklage cameo now. Mm -hmm. like he's here to like kick your ass if you say a bunch of stuff and then will ferrell says a bunch of stuff and then it's yeah. like yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's like uh what's peter dinklage done recently oh he did that cyrano thing uh, oh yeah it's cyrano de bergerac uh, yeah, i wonder if he's but... gonna show up in like uh any marvel movies or anything i mean he was already he, did, right? he was he was already in avengers endgame yeah, and he, he was, in uh, the x-men world he played um i guess one of the scientists or something but i don't know like i did not watch yeah. multiverse of madness uh yeah i, didn't watch I, it yet. I, I, I don't know the degree of what's going to happen in that movie but hopefully 45 days from now we'll be able to talk about it <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna see it before then uh yeah. but uh just because i want to see all that cgi goodness on a big screen yeah. uh but um you know yeah we'll, we'll definitely talk about it when it comes out on uh disney plus but uh yeah i mean it was kind of like i feel like yeah peter dinklage in what was it like infinity war yeah I think he, he probably gave me the biggest laugh in the whole movie yeah. <laughs> where it's like, you know, he says like, you know, he, like Thor is trying to keep the forge open or something. Yeah. And then he says, uh, Thor, don't do that. You, it will kill you, you know, like, uh, you, you know, and then yeah. uh, Thor is like, not if I die. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh yeah. And then he has the face like, Oh. He says, that's what killing you means no that was my favorite part like in the theater just because that part is so set up to be this epic like you'll die you'll and die. then you just see him just make the face like kind of so like oh that's what what, what? Like, that's what that's what killing you means what are you talking about yeah. Oh, man. oh Marvel. You can only give them so much shit about having quips. It makes it makes it work. 
I think the expression really does it for me. It's just like, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, now that, oh yeah, I still have HBO Max. So I still want to see that movie where he plays uh, the guy from oh, uh, Love Island. Well, not Love LV. Island. What, what is it called? LV. Fantasy yeah, Island. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, Fantasy Island. Uh, and he's like, uh, my dinner with, with Hervé. Uh, you know, because he has yeah. a, his French, right? So we're supposed to be French. Yeah. And uh, I saw it. It was really cool. Maybe we could talk about it. But because uh, yeah. I think uh, ah, that Northern Irish guy uh, who was in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is in there. Oh, uh, man. What is something it? Dornan? Oh, Jamie. Uh, Jamie. Jamie Dornan. Dornan. He's yeah. in there. Yeah. And uh, he plays um, the journalist who uh, comes friends with uh, Hervé something. Uh, yeah. but uh, I can't, can't remember his last name is it the plane the plane yeah and uh, uh it, it, not it really is a what sad, was his name uh, what was uh, uh, I something I forget what it was yeah yeah but but it, it's it's kind of it's a bittersweet story of friendship yeah and uh you know feel really bad for the guy yeah uh yeah it's gonna bother me what the name was but uh, Fantasy Island was kind of a yeah older show, and I think our audience is a little past that. I mean, yeah. we, we I mean we I mean, talk he about the odd couple he wasn't in that the James Bond movie. Yeah, he wasn't that James Bond movie. Yeah, um, you know the man with the gold tattoo. Gun. That was his name. It's tattoo. Yeah. yeah, it just hit me now. You know, yeah. and then like it's so like I don't know. It's about all the trappings of fame, and then it's right. like you know, uh, you know, recently I saw. Better Call Saul, and I, I thought it was kind of similar because, like, someone sees Saul and says, hey, say the thing, you know, Better yeah. Call Saul, you know, and, uh, uh, like, and they do that with uh, Peter Dinklage's character. I was like, hey, you know, do the thing. It's like, the plane, you know, yeah. and uh, it's sort of like, he really loves it, apparently, but I feel it's also like, yeah. you know, what if I mm. had a catchphrase? I mean, it would, be cool. it would be cool if I had a catchphrase yeah. and people just walk up and say, hey, do the thing. It's like, dude, I'm having coffee right now. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's worse now. I mean, like, we're at a point where people are punching Mike Tyson on a plane. And throwing I mean, water or being punched him. by Mike Tyson. By, no, he <laughs> didn't. No, 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 no. The, the I mean, he was provoked. He was provoked. What did the instigator do? No, he threw a water bottle. He threw a water bottle. And kept yelling and at got, him, right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, yeah, the guy was drunk and was like looking for it, really. Yeah. And Mike Tyson told him, hey, man, like, leave me alone. Like, he, he told him, right? Yeah. And then the guy threw a water bottle, and then Mike Tyson was like, well, all gloves are off, man. <laughs> and, well, uh, literally. I guess, you, I guess you don't know I'm Mike Tyson here. <laughs> I mean, like, Mike Tyson, how old is he? He's like in his 50s or something. Yeah. Like, you know, 50 year old Mike Tyson. I, I mean, Imagine 80 year old Mike Tyson will still beat me up. Like, you know, no, he's going to be that guy on the bus that like, when there's like a jerk that comes on, like those viral videos, when like an old Marine or like a world war two vet, like beats the mm -hmm. shit out of a kid, Mike Tyson, not will be, he already is, but the older mm -hmm. he gets, he is going to definitely be that guy and we will cheer for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Over it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, you want to say anything? Um, Shall we close this up? I think we and should because yes. uh, one minute. Yeah. Zoom is telling us we can't talk anymore. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Censorship. I uh, know, but. <laughs> okay. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. This was What We Stream with Raf and Mike. Uh, we are on every mainstream podcasting platform, such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Audible, Google Podcasts, and the list goes on. And uh, you guys can find us on social media at what we stream. That's uh, at what we stream on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, it's been a nice chill episode. Peace. Peace.